Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! Hey there, hi there, ho there, it's Point Break Minute with your hosts. Marin Kennedy and Jess Hello. <laughs> Jess is looking at me weird because I'm doing something different. What else is new? <laughs> uh, this is a point break minute where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of point break one minute at I'm not doing this uh, again. <laughs> time. Uh, I'm Marin Kennedy and I'm Jess Hello. We're the hosts of Point Break Minute. Yeah, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. I'm having deja vu. <laughs> oh, 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 that's the mate. There's a, a crack in the matrix. Oh, crazy. You got to look out for that, that black cat showing oh. up twice. Oh, look out for Keanu. Whoa. Oh, so Keanu. Speaking of Keanu, this point w- break. Yeah, this is uh, minute 74. It's a particularly Keanu list minute. Before we get to minute 74. Uh, if I can just delay this a little bit more with mm-hmm. my shenanigans. No, I wanted to give a, just a, a sort of legitimate show note. Um, uh, Jess and I have busy lives. Uh, it's uh I really like doing this podcast and I think Jessa does. Yes. Uh so we're going to keep doing it obviously. That's don't worry about that, dear listener. Um but we just uh we're going to have fewer guests. That's the main thing. I love having guests on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh it's one of the fun things. I've met so many cool people in the mm-hmm. minute, movies by minutes community and just fr- having friends on and other people. It's been wonderful and getting the, their takes on point break. However, uh, scheduling guests is very difficult. Um, it's difficult for me even in uh, a vacuum, but uh, with our, our lives the way they are, we do a lot of other things. We have day jobs. Uh, and multiple other jobs. Yeah. Uh, we're all, it's all over the place for us, as it usually is. Uh, so just scheduling guests, is um, it's, it probably won't happen as much. Uh, and when it does, there's also the issue of um, setting up a phone conversation over, you know, with different time zones and having the internet not cut out. And, mm-hmm. Uh, when we have guests, I want to try and have more in in house, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe try experiment with that because that's uh, that's easier to get sort of get done and uh, sort of create some uh, a warmer conversation we'll as well. Have, we'll have some guest slumber parties. Yeah, you know, they you know, they stay over because obviously we record these days apart, um, yeah. like the release, so they sleep over and then we record one yeah. in a couple more days. Uh, so anyway, uh, um, long and short of it is uh, this. I also wanted to say this podcast is. It's about Point Break, but it's ultimately about us in a lot of ways. And I think that um, when it's just us, our uh, social anxiety isn't as high as well. So sometimes we get some better uh, content that way. Surprise, surprise. People who don't interact with other people and sit behind microphones have social anxiety. Crazy. (laughs) So just long and short of it, uh, we're going to have some uh, a lot of episodes where there's just us. But uh, we're still going to be our hilarious selves and our insightful selves. And our uh, truthful, honest... uh, Wonderful selves. Our tangent selves. Our tangent selves. I'm a tangent. Yes. You're a tangerine. Mm. I'm just saying words that sound alike. This is bad. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the PSA. Uh, and I hope you keep listening uh, because we love you out there to, to listen to us jabber on about Point Break or whatever else we talk about. And uh, we love doing it. So, Minute. 74. Yes. So minute 74 is super interesting. Um, Bodhi is starting to get particularly cray-cray in this moment. Um, He 
is trying to shut down Rosie in the middle of his conversation about what to do next. Rosie says, I'll deal with that fucking cop in the previous minute. And he says, no, Rosie. And then in this minute, he continues. No, down, Rosie. Down. Down, boy. He says. Rosie also, I, I feel like I just I give a little bit of a description in the last episode. But Rosie, to me, looks like a wise Native American elder. Except he's white. He looks like a lost boy to me. He has, like, this long, dangly thing from his ear. Yeah. And he has this, like, crooked cane that he's holding sort of. it's just a piece of driftwood. Or is it a cane? I he's using it like a cane. Yeah. He has, he's, like, has his hand perched on top of it. And he looks like an old crone, kind of. Yeah. To me, he's just very post-apocalyptic, which fits in with his character. Although, yes. I don't know much about Rosie. And this minute That's for me the was thing about, like, I mean, who the fuck is Rosie? Right? You just, what is he doing we're starting to build. This movie is starting to build up the question. The question of who is Rosie. Like, yeah. We don't know. We know very little about Bodhi, to be frank. But we know... Even less about Rosie. Even less about Rosie. What's his purpose? Why is he here? Why doesn't he surf? We actually don't really know a lot about any of the characters come to think of it like even utah he, yeah. you know he gave that speech to tyler and bit way back in like minute 15 or whatever how how you know my dad died but we don't know we, that's true we don't know at this point we don't really know if that's true or not it might be partially true we uh anyway we discussed that back yeah. then we know arguably loads more about Bodhi and yeah just just from just sort of incepting it yeah. from them because they are more outgoing but rosie is just like a dark cloud of he, uh, misanth- misanth- misanthropy. I feel like if you've seen Parks and Rec, what's that friend of April's? <laughs> yeah, Orin. Orin. He's, he's like a, he's an Orin. aggressive Orin. <laughs> yeah. Like if Orin wasn't just like if, weird if, and creepy and instead like murderous, that would yeah. be Rosie. Yeah. Like a, like a, a non, not funny. Like yeah. he's like for really threatening. Yeah. Like I actually. Look- I feel like the other, the other gang besides Bodhi, I don't feel like any of them really know who he is or why he's there. Yeah. And they're just kind of going along with yeah, it. Yeah. And when like, they ask Bodhi, he's like, no, he's cool. Yeah. He's cool. He's with me. Yeah. Do you think maybe like Rosie might be like a little slow? Like actually he's kind of Lenny and but a murderous lenny and lenny Bodhi- from the simpsons or lenny from of i'm sorry of mice and men I know. okay um and instead Bodie is george but a crazy george mm-hmm. and he just feels his need to like drag rosie along with him wherever he goes in this like protective like parent role or older brother. Yeah, role. that's a, that's an interesting take on it. I, I, you know, I was wondering. I have been wondering what, like, how did they? How did he get involved with this group? Yeah. Like, what? Did, you know, because he doesn't surf. He, he doesn't surf. He's ju- he just he just plays with lighter beer fluid on the fire. <laughs> yeah, and plays with lighter fluid. Yeah. Uh, has a long earring. Like, I feel like that's particularly high maintenance for this gang. Yeah. He has the darkest hair of all of them, and it's really long. Yeah. Like I'm talking, I'm talking like ponytail long. Like he really, yeah. Like the other, the other guys have like sort of like kinky hair that looks like it's just been in the water and like has like salt water in it. But he looks like he has hair that he, he doesn't wash. He looks like he belongs in the other gang, the bad Anthony yes. Kiedis gang. Yes. Maybe he was in that gang, but he was too radical, so he got kicked out. He was too radical. He was so radical that it just became kind of frightening. Or he's the Venn diagram of both those gangs. He's the in the middle, yes. Yeah, he's the bridge. So I actually do do not remember his character 
later in the movie. We'll get to that. I know, but I'm just going to predict that maybe he's going to murder someone. That's a good prediction. I don't remember what happens. You know, he seems fairly murdery. He seems very murdery. Like, I would not trust children around him. No, no way. Or women. Or young boys. Or anyone. That falls under children, but... Or just anyone. Yeah. I agree. He looks very scary and murdery. Yeah, I do not like him. So, Bodhi's shutting him down a bit. That was in the last minute. Yeah, I'm I'm continuing on. Now we can get to minute 74. (laughs) I'm continuing on. He says... We have hit, uh, Bodhi says, we have hit 30 banks in three years, and they haven't been able to touch us. All this does is up the stakes of the game. And then Gromit comes in and says, fuck the stakes, Bodhi. The only person this is a game to is you. This is real life. This is a serious shit, and I'm scared. Okay? I say that we get the fuck out of here tonight. Okay? And I love that. I love that moment. The voice of reason. Well... It turns Moon Moon Gromit and he, into such, like, he's so cute and, like, I just want to be like, Gromit, why are you with these guys? Get go, out of here. Just go hang out with Wallace. No, just, like, go, go. These are bad dudes, Gromit. Bad, bad dudes. Yeah, he's he's the innocent. He's, he's, so he's the Gromit. Sweet. Apparently, Gromit is a, a term for, like, a newbie surfer. Yeah. So he's the young one. I was going to say, I, I wanted a... Uh, when Bodhi started talking about 30 banks in three years, I wanted to like pull out like a, some statistics and be like, <laughs> we've averaged 10 banks a year. If we can keep that average, if we can increase that average over the yeah. next five years, we can net this amount. I, I'm sorry. I just, I just went to like a big work meeting where we talked about like the annual reports and that's all in my head yeah. now. I, and Bodhi was also like Southern in this moment, I felt. Southern came out. Speaking of that, <clears throat> uh, Patrick Swayze is from Texas. Oh. Uh, I think I knew this before. I might have mentioned it, you know, way back in the beginning. But uh, this came to light uh, for me recently. Um, my mother, who follows the podcast, I don't know if she listens to it, but she likes my posts when I post the episodes. Yeah, thanks, Mom. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mom. Shout out to you if you're actually listening to this. I don't really know. Uh, she she uh, sent me a text saying uh, a woman she goes to church with was in a play with Patrick Swayze when they were both nine years old. Why didn't you tell me this? I just found out about it. Like, like last week. Beep, 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 Message coming in. No. no I can't. Last week is not just finding out about this. We have seen each other since last week. Well, you know you know the uh, the idea is save it for the podcast, Jessa? Just, that's just an excuse. <laughs> you, like, totally forgot about it until, like, now. It, it was on my hiding mind. hiding it from me. I wasn't purposely hiding from it. I, I was, I, but, I mean, save it for the podcast, right? It's just covering it up. It's just covering up your real reason. Uh, I'll cover you up. Uh, anyway, she was in a play with Patrick Swayze when she was nine, directed by his mother, Patty Swayze. Ooh. That's unfortunate. <laughs> her name's also Patty. That's like that one friend of yours who will remain nameless, who named her son the male iteration of her own name. That's you're, you're exactly talking, like, yeah. So you're friends with Jada Pinkett Smith? No. But that's what I mean. It's weird. Okay. When I found that out about, um, anyways, about Jada and Will Smith, I was like. They're a weird family. They're a weird family. I mean, family. say what you will otherwise. You have to admit, like, they're, they're, they're strange. They're a weird family. <laughs> they have to have a strange dynamic. But so would, but that makes me think that Patty Swayze 
So Patricia Swayze and Patrick Swayze would also have a weird, like, mommy dearest, like, dynamic. I hope not. She apparently did, uh, his mother was a, a dancer or a choreographer, and she taught him how to dance. Yeah, I feel like even more so. And then this just gets into Black Swan territory. I, I don't know. And where does Dawn Swayze fit into all this? That's my question. Dawn. Yeah. The other Swayze. The Larry Hemsworth. The Swayze, Larry Hemsworth. Who is Swayze. not a real person. When did I find that out? Was that on that was the when podcast? We were not on. It wasn't on this podcast. We were on uh, on somebody else's podcast. We were recently on uh, Mad Max Minute, uh, and that's where that came out. So go that check that Larry out. Larry Hemsworth it. isn't real. Larry Hemsworth was a joke from The Good Place. And now I'm really confused. <laughs> like, what has been real this entire time? I mean, Luke Hemsworth is real, and you know, his life can't be, you know... I, but I he's not a pediatric dentist No, or he's whatever. still an actor. <laughs> he's still fairly handsome. Just not as handsome as the other two Hemsworths. That's so weird. But no. Uh, um, yes, 30... Th- uh, he's, uh, yeah. 30 banks in three years, and they haven't been able to touch us. So anyways... Uh, That's a lot. I'm impressed. It's a lot. Very expository of them to say that. Like, they needed to remind us. Um, but it is crazy. I mean, as if the other gang hasn't really been counting. Yeah. So then this starts to get a little confusing to me. Because Rosie goes, you run, you die. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, what? This is this Rosie? is the crux of the minute. What? I don't, it's it's very, he, he plays it off very casually. You run, and nobody, run, you die. nobody, run, you die. nobody acknowledges it. Bodhi just keeps on talking. Bodhi just uses it as a, an extra, ar- a further argument for his, uh, no, his case. No, he doesn't, he doesn't acknowledge it. He says... Come on, think about it. This was never about money for us. And then he goes into this weird anti-capitalist diatribe. I think he acknowledges it. He doesn't. He doesn't say like, "That's right, Rosie. Thank you." Like he I just like. But I think he, you know, it, it furthers his argument to no, keep doing what they're doing because it's nothing that he's talking about has anything to do with no. them getting killed if they run. Who's going to kill them if they run? <laughs> I can only assume Rosie is going to hunt them down. Like Rosie is Rosie threatening that he will murder them I if mean, they run? It's either that or. That adds a really dark element. That's, to there's this. no other explanation I can think of. Who else would kill them? How else would they die? Oh, I hate Rosie now. It's gonna hurt my so poor they, little grommet. So are they trapped now? Is the gang trapped to work with Bodie? That's, because that's, otherwise, that's Rosie what will kill them. That's what you're insinuating. That's what the minute. That's what Rosie's insinuating. And that's what and Patrick. You say Patrick Swayze doesn't. Uh, Bodie does not acknowledge it, but he does not. He doesn't not acknowledge he doesn't, it. He doesn't. Uh, you know. He doesn't say like "hush, child." He's like, no. He doesn't say no, Rosie. He just lets it lets it go. So he's he's so, complicit. It just made Rosie is a fucking like sociopath. Okay. Yes. Get into scientific terms here. Okay. Because okay, but 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 hold on a second before you get into the scientific terms. The reason why we brought this the sociopath thing up too is because. Bodhi's continuing explanation, which was this was never about money for us. It was about us against the system. Okay. Quick side note. That was never... They never talked about that before. No, them this being is, against... This is all bullshit. Yeah. It's, 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 it's pseudo-philosophical bullshit. He just needs another reason for them to stay. And it only works because he's charming. Yeah, to me, And also because pretty, Rosie might kill them. <laughs> yeah. To me, he's not particularly charming in this moment. So I wonder if they just wrote in that line because they're like, they have to get the gang to stay. Anyways... 
Um, so Bo- Bodie was like, God, Bodie, you're such a psychopath. Like saying this stuff, like just makes you seem more and more psychopath. And then I was asking Murren, okay, so what's the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath? Because I don't want to say the wrong one. And we have about the same amount of knowledge on that, I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. But I did look it up, and apparently a uh, sociopath is someone who has, uh, they have sort of no morals or conscience, and they have antisocial tendencies. Mm-hmm. So that seems like Rosie. He yeah. doesn't seem to really have any friends or want to talk to anyone. He doesn't go surfing when they go surfing. Yes. He's burns his leg in the fire when they go surfing by himself Mm -hmm. and then uh, a psychopath is someone who it's it's there's some overlap in this but they have uh definitely you know next to no conscience and they have no uh, idea of consequences Uh, and they also have sort of more violent social tendencies they're not anti-social but they're sort of aggressively social in an aggressive way so someone could be like the example it gave was in a school if there's a schoolyard psychopath they would be like, if someone's beating someone up, they would get be on the sidelines cheering them on. Be like, yeah, hit that guy. And to me, that's 100% Bodhi. Yeah, Bodhi seems like he's very social. He's, he's not like a misanthrope like uh, Rosie is. But he has, yeah. He, he, uh, although, you know, there's you know there's the back off war child moment. He seems to, um, he's not just like a guy who wants to like crack heads all the time. But he no. also doesn't seem to, he has a different idea of the consequences of such actions, I would say. Yeah. Because I think they don't they still fight. It's not like they go back off war child and then like run away. It's like back off war child and then they fight and then That's true. That's a good point. He comes he has this sort of Zen uh vibe to him, but he's not necessarily living that way for real. Like No. He's he says back off war child, but it seems you know He's a very he, know, he knows War Child isn't gonna back off. Well, and it's for his own gain too. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, Keanu's his friend and his buddy, and he's interested in in him, and he wants to see where this goes, to me. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, he's more kind of like, what is this new specimen to my collection, Keanu? And, like, You think he might have been he... like, this guy could be part of the gang. Yeah, he could be a new disciple of Bodhiism. Yeah. And he's so... Like, he's like a cult leader. He, he basically totally is. is. Yeah. yeah. And this, this minute especially really brings that out. And I think the whole point is that he's supposed to give off that vibe. Yeah. And I'll be honest, if Bodhi was in real life, that is one situation I could see myself being like, hmm, I could join a cult. What What about Bodhi? What not about Bodhi? Let me list the ways. <laughs> okay, first of all, handsome. Second of all, zen. And he uses Bodhisattva as his name, and it doesn't make me want to cringe. Mm-hmm. He owns it. He owns it. He's so there's just that je ne sais quoi about him, that fire behind his eyes and that passion that you go. Hmm. And he starts spout, like spouting off this like anti-capitalist stuff, and like I can dig that. Yeah, and like in theory, uh, and like up until this point, for sure, you kind of buy it, and yeah. so does Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's this is the whole crux of the movie, really, yeah. is that you have to buy this, and this is why Patrick Swayze is so good in this movie, and this yeah. is why the sequel, the remake, doesn't work, yeah. and a lot, a lot of reason why that doesn't work, because you know it doesn't even really touch that as much. The, the Bodhi in the remake has zero charisma. Yeah, it's true, and that's the whole point of Bodhi. I mean, Edgar Ramirez is not a bad actor, but I mean, compared to the Swayze, but but. It, it's weird because Swayze in other movies, I'm not particularly like that into him. 
Hmm. It's what he, him, like, to me, this is his. This is his greatest, this for is, sure. Yeah, his greatest role and, like, his, his version of Heath Ledger's Joker, to me. Like, to me, Heath Ledger before this was all, before the Joker was like, meh. And then I see him as mm-hmm. a Joker and I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And he makes the Joker an interesting character. To, whereas before. It's great. Yeah. Nobody since then has touched it. Nobody before that touched it. Good luck, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Him, I'm, I'm more interested in because Joaquin Phoenix is just batshit cray cray. That one could be interesting because, yeah, he, yeah, he is insane. <laughs> and like, I'm truly would be scared to be in the same room as Joaquin Phoenix. Like, I don't know what he would do. He could stick gum on my desk like he did to David Letterman. <laughs> yeah, he could be slightly irritating, <laughs> and I don't know. What if he started rapping like his character from a few years ago? <laughs> I mean. What if what if the Joker raps in this one? Oh, I hope he does. And, and it connects it all the way back to his like oh, I his persona. Really hope he does. And it's like, oh, this was this was the the whole like I'm not I'm still here thing is like a build up to the Joker movie. It's all it's like been a, a stealth big plan. stealth uh, advertising from like 2012. I love it. Okay, now the Joker movie has to <laughs> has to uh, live up to that expectation for yeah. me. All right. Uh, at the end of the minute, um, Bodhi says uh, says the line, uh, "Do you trust me?" Yeah, and they all kind of micro nod. Yeah, and go along. And, with and it. before this, they're all kind of staring at him with like uh, some level of adoration. I would say, like they're 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 entranced. Yeah. At this point, they're probably like, "Bodhi's the only one who can save us." Yeah, we're royally fucked. And again, I don't believe Roach has said anything this whole time. Yes, he, he said something in the last minute. He said, "I should have shot him when I had the chance." There you I go. Believe. But I, well, my point is, uh, he, I think, is on board. He's yeah, because I think he is the Nathaniel and Gromit. I think are newer additions to the gang. Maybe whereas Roach has been there longer. I th- that's my interpretation. Roach seems to be the most into. The ride and the ultimate rush. I think he he is more on board and not in as much of a I'm just entranced and yeah. have the you know wool pulled over my eyes. I think he shares legitimate uh, values with Bodhi. They're a weird gang because Nathaniel just seems so out of place too. He seems so out of place. He does. He was in Tombstone, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that uh, when he talked about Tombstone oh, before. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to put that out there and as a little factoid. He he was in Tombstone. Yeah, as a cowboy. It's just weird. Which is a better fit for him than this movie, yeah. I think. He has, like, the weird facial hair for it. Um, but why is Dad Nathaniel going along with this? The dadliest Nathaniel? Oh, well, I'd have to ask him. I, uh, I mean, he will be killed by Rosie if he doesn't, I guess. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it doesn't, like, he, he never comes off as being that into any of it, really. Yeah, he likes he likes playing football on the beach. He likes surfing, obviously. Um, maybe it's so he can get the good surf spots. You know, with yeah. this gang, as long as he hangs out with this gang and does what they want to do, he will get the best surfing spots. And because obvious and and money to you know maybe he just kind of maybe he has more of a conscience about it, but he pushes it, he brushes it aside because of the the uh, the rewards that he's getting. We've already talked about this before too. So he's been living in conflict, you know, this whole time maybe. Yeah, we've already talked about this before too, but 
what do they do with the money? Because I have the idea that they just, they're just like squatting. Well, as we heard from Utah, uh, uh, Bodie has a, has lunch at Patrick's Roadhouse. Then he goes to Tower Records to buy some CDs. So That's he, a, an average day for him. Okay. So uh, we can only assume from that uh, bit of information that that is his uh, day every day. Is that he he eats out? Yeah, I guess it would mean he like eats food. out every day. Uh, because I don't think they have a working refrigerator. I, yeah. And I can't imagine them going grocery shopping and uh, planning meals for the week. No. <laughs> um, and then he goes to buy CDs at Tower Records. Yeah. I guess in those days, like, you can't torrent music. No, you can't. And, like... Believe it or not. Yeah. CDs were still relatively new when this movie came out. That's weird. Yeah. There's not much more to say about this minute. Oh, I was going to say about the do okay. you trust me line. I, I really don't like hearing that line in movies. It's one of those lines that just rubs me the wrong way because it's just been used so much. Yeah. Like, you just don't understand. <laughs> yeah. You just don't get it, do you? That's it. Yeah, you just yeah. don't get it, do you? The, how that's like, there you can find the compilation of every time that's been used in a movie. I feel like I've heard do you trust me. Uh, I think it's in Aladdin. That's one that like, it's, that's not, when I do hear you that, trust me? Yeah, that's like how you say it. And it's like, grab Usually, my hand. grab my hand, yeah. exactly. In this in this circumstance, it's not as annoying, uh, but I just noticed it in that way. Well, and he delivers it more in that cult leader way. He delivers it more, uh, yeah. More With more charm and off the cuff, you know. Yeah. He knows they trust him. He knows he has them. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's a that's minute seventy four for you. Yeah, there was a lot of tangents about that, and a lot of like we really got into we really got it. into minute seventy four. It's just the, the you know there's a lot well, you know it's just a talking scene, it, but there's a lot. It's yeah, and I think it's particularly layered and potentially if we're if we're reading into it the right way, potentially particularly nuanced. I, I would say so. Yeah, this is this is minute is as I said before, kind of the crux of it. This is about. This is the the uh, fulcrum on which the movie uh, pivots. Yeah, that's true. Um, I liked it. Yeah. I like. I love seeing uh, Bodhi's crazed eyes in the firelight. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good a good image. Yeah. So, recommendations. I'm gonna go first. Uh, I recently saw the movie that everyone seems to love, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, and it was great. I don't really have much to say about it, uh, except that. Nicolas Cage is a gem. Is I don't even have words. He's an American uh, treasure. He's an American treasure, and I'm so excited. And I'm having some feelings right now that I don't know how to express. He was in Mandy earlier this year, which I thought was pretty good. I had some issues with it, but his performance in Mandy should have been nominated for Best Actor this year. Really? Uh, uh, yes, absolutely. I would go that far. And in addition to his and his work in Into the Spider-Verse, while it's a supporting role, he doesn't have quite as much to work with, he he does it so beautifully. Uh, he's a wonderful actor. He's one of my favorites of all time. And I'm really excited, really, really excited, after this year, hopefully. And I've heard some rumblings about future movies he's doing, Possibly an H.P. Lovecraft adaptation Ooh. directed by Richard Stanley, who did uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau, oh. which would be... Oh, that Island of Dr. Moreau? That Island of Dr. Moreau. Uh, oh, not which, the first guy who got kicked off. Yes, the first guy who got kicked off. Richard oh. Stanley. Uh, so I don't know if that'll end up happening, but in any case, this year he did two movies which were in theaters and were fairly well-reviewed. Spider-Verse was very well-reviewed. Mandy, 
I think, fairly well reviewed. Uh, I'm excited for what he does next. Mm-hmm. Um, if he, if this means what I hope it means, which is that he will be in interesting, good movies and be working with interesting directors again and be making things that he wants to do rather than just, you know, USS Indianapolis or, uh, you know, another straight death. to yeah. Netflix outcast. movie where he's lost his daughter or, yeah. you know, outcast with Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Uh, I'm so, the world will be a, a, a better place a better place in a way that i can feel honestly i don't think we're worthy of nicholas cage honestly as as an audience yeah he you know his nouveau shamanistic acting technique is uh something that i aspire to it fucking works dude whatever it works works, you know that's the thing that's about these actors that do crazy shit sometimes like uh daniel day lewis like staying in character like you can make fun of him for it but it it works yeah not so much for jared leto uh that's that's another conversation but yeah. Uh, yeah like if it works it works um and let me just say this nicholas cage you better stay on point because there cannot be anything that comes out bad against you now oh like, my god that would can you imagine that would the heartbreak and like the splitting this that would happen in this nation if it turned out that he was a shit person too in my heart i know i don't think i could take it like no way I mean, that would be crushing. Anyway, yeah. let's not think about that anymore um, because it's it's just hypothetical at this point. Yeah. Recommendation, Into the Spider-Verse. I second it. I took the little guy I'm watching right yeah, now. Yeah, Jess actually saw this movie before I yeah. did. Yeah, and I was like, Marin, you got to see it because... She took our child. Our, our child. Yeah, no, the little the little guy I'm watching, uh, she goes see it. And he, he's real. He exists. Our child doesn't exist. Because we don't have I, I a have, child. I've never seen him, though. <laughs> You've seen pictures of him. Yes. Which I maybe photoshopped with just Thank a random knows. child that I found, like, stock photos of in different positions online. Yeah. To to quote the, the philosophical idea, I doubt, therefore I am. How do I know that anything is real? Even if I saw him right in front of me. I yeah. could be hallucinating. You could have injected me. With a hallucinogenic I, drug, and I am just, it's just all a story. Yeah. And maybe the top will stop spinning and I'll wake up from inception. Yeah. So I took the kid I babysit. <laughs> <laughs> I said yes. <gasps> did you hear me? I said yeah. Yes? Yeah, like I did yes and. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. But I stopped at the end. <laughs> you can also do yes but. Those are the or rules of improv. Yes, no. <laughs> no, that's not an that's option. That's my new thing. I'm I'm coining. Okay, is yes. It'll no. be the new thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Take that right to you know groundlings. Be like, yeah. this is my style. Yeah, because you know I do so well there. <laughs> I would just be like, stop it. We're such great improv people. Yeah. Um, Martin's actually great at improv. He did a really cool improv show um, earlier that I really liked. So, um, uh, I'll just take that. I'm not going to say anything. Good, take it. Um, and I took a little kid, I babysit to it. Um, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And I don't like superhero movies. And I liked that one. The music's really good. I play it all the time in the car now for the little kid I watch because he gets so fucking hyphy on it. He like, the other day we were like fizz dancing in the, in a, when we parked our car because he just, he loves the bass drops on some of the songs. Um, he's always like, no, play that one song. I, I don't know what song he's talking about. But, it's, but you have to just keep playing songs until uh, he says it's the right one. Yeah. 
So And then he gets a look on his face like he smelled some piss. Yeah. Oh, totally. Or he'll just cross his arms and nod in the back seat. He does <laughs> that a lot. Gangster. Yeah, he's super gangster. Um Okay, so my recommendation is gonna be this new thing that I discovered this morning, um, called Matt Bellisai's to be honest videos. If you're a cranky, whiny old person like me, it's gonna be your shit. Is this guy just gets drunk um on like Tuesday afternoons and then like records videos? He gets wine drunk. That's a very important distinction. He that gets, is. He gets wine drunk and just like records a video that's like eight minutes long about like something he doesn't like. And my favorite one right now is one that he talks about Halloween parties. I watched it three times this morning. Um, and then I watched a 25 long minute video of him eating candy. So that I, I really like him. He's really funny um, and really whiny and just says all the things I want to say. So watch Matt Bellisai and Into the Spider-Verse. Some great stuff on YouTube. There, There is. That's my new favorite pastime. I just, hey, guys, I just discovered YouTube. <laughs> you, you've heard of this like <laughs> heard online this video thing? thing called YouTube. Yeah. You can like make your own videos or watch other people's videos. Yeah. It's really cool. I've also been watching old vines recently. That's that's actually my favorite pastime <laughs> yeah. right now. It's just watching vine compilations. R.I.P. Vine. Yeah, it's really a tragedy but, that vines don't exist. Anymore. It left a good amount of content for us to uh to re- yeah. relive. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for uh, Point Break Minute this time. We'll uh, see you in a few days, and uh, we'll be wine drunk. We don't drink, so uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> totally, we don't. We're not totally drunk for this. No, I'm actually not. We I don't. Li- I, don't dr- I don't drink don't at all. Drink. No. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, catch you next time. Uh, thank you for rating, reviewing, and subscribing because I know you're all doing that. Uh, and um, check out the Point Break Minute Listener Surf Shop. I've posted some uh, some interesting stuff on there, including uh, actually I don't think it worked. I tried to upload it, what? but the video of you uh, dancing oh. to uh, "Boys" I was by Lizzo. Wondering where that that went? I'll get that up there. Uh, so that that'll be a little reward for you to join oh, the Point Break Minute great. Listener Surf Shop. Just search for it on Facebook. Um, Watch me and, dad uh, dance. You, yeah, you can interact with us uh, online in the in the. Um, the imaginary space <laughs> just a Into- dad dance <laughs> yeah. the dadliest dance the dadliest dance of all anyway i never know how to end these episodes but uh, this is the end so Bye. i guess we'll no, no i don't like <laughs> doing that way no uh, we're gonna do uh uh see you next time on point break minute bro Woo! <laughs>